In the year 2000, one man must fight alone against the forces of evil. This is Common Rider Kuga, and this is our Common Rider Journey. Three, two, one, Henshin! Hello and welcome back to Common Rider Journey, the internet's premier podcast about Common Rider Kuga. I'm Ryan, they're Tanner. And today we are watching episodes 15, 15 Armor, and episode 16 Creed. They air on May 7th and May 14th, 2000. They're written by Naruhisa Arakawa and directed by Katsuya Watanabe. Zbeck, two trucks having sex. Two trucks in the hot tub, five feet apart, because they're not gay. It's a big hot tub. So we're changing up with this episode, though. Uh, usually we watch two episodes of Common Rider Kuga, and then we record. But today we're watching one episode, they're recording. They're watching another episode, and recording again. Because that way it's fresh in our minds. And that way I won't fall asleep while I'm watching the second episode. Anyways, what went down? Um, let me check, because Let's a bunch of characters time. came back that I want to make sure I remember the names of. We had the scientist lady, and Akita. She's back. Uh, turns out she has a history, not like a history history, but just like a normal friendship history with Ichijo that I don't know if we were... Really informed of before, other than just co-workers? I don't think it was really pre-established. Yes. So, in this first episode, Arbor starts off with the cops on high alert because, like, a bunch of relics turned into a beetle and flew away, leaving a badly photoshopped truck behind. This is a problem. But it turns out that it was actually, like... Supposed to look like that because basically it absorbed the metal of the truck's hull into its body. Like they get images of it and on the, the side of it it's like Kobayashi. That's the brand of the truck that we found. And then later they find that like it's a sloop picture. Hmm? They, they got pictures. Yeah, they've got pictures from all over the place. So this thing is not trying to be stealthy. It's not a cryptid like the Grongi are being occasionally. This is like, I'm a beetle. <laughs> I'm beetle boy. I am beetle. And, uh... Like, th- they're like, 30 families saw and took photos of this thing. It, it, it schlooped up some car doors, it ate a water tower. Yeah, it's hungry. It's hungry. Hungry. Hungry boy. And Yusuke eventually is on, like, a map, and he... No, uh, Ichijo. I- Ichijo. My bad. Uh, he's on the map, and he's, like, mapping it out, like, where the beetle, beetle Borg is going... 
And he finds that it is going directly for Yusuke's house. Yeah. Oh no. And then uh, Miss Assistant uh, Nozomi. Yes. Nozomi. Uh, Nozomi. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure it was an O, not a U. And she like peers around the corner, and is like, uh, "Mr. Ichijo, can you come outside for a quick minute?" And he's like, yeah, what's up? He's like... <laughs> she, she hands him a present. He's pleasant. She's like, I know it's not allowed, and you, you probably don't even like me, but it's your birthday, I wanted to give you something. He's like, no, I can't accept this. Oh, I guess you hate me, but you can still take my present. No, I mean, like, I don't want to take any presents. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I've screwed up so horribly. Like, no, really, it's not you. It's, ugh, I have to go hey. stop a murder creature. Oh no, number 24 Four, showed yeah. up, and then everyone's on high alert. Also, while Nozomi and Ichijo are having this, like, conversation in the background, and Akita, like, she walks up, she looks at them, and she's like, oh shit, and she leaves. Nope. This, she takes one look, like, oh, this is gonna go poorly. This show likes background gags. Yes. As we, like, in a scene in between these scenes was, uh, uh, Yusuke was on the phone with, I assume, his mom. As we later found out. Yes. Uh, and you can see when Nozomi... Like, just before Nozomi is, like, standing oh, in the Ichijo was on the phone. Ichijo. My bad. God, I'm so sorry. Uh, you can also see a dude, like, struggling with a box. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. Ugh. There's also... Um, we got a scene in the cafe where Yusuke... Actually Yusuke this actually, time. Actually Yusuke. Uh, he's talking to Pops, and he's like, where's Nana? And she, uh, Pops says, oh, she's at a drama class because she wants to be an actress. And then while Yusuke is on the phone with Ichijo, Pops spends the entire scene just naming actresses. I think Yusuke's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what an actress is. Um, eventually he leaves to go meet up with Sakurako because she did some new translations. And the last thing Pops says before the scene ends is, do you like Jodie Foster? Ah. Uh. This is 2000. What was Dirty Foster's big movie in 2000? Uh, um, Anna and the King. This is, this, is, this is The King and I. Oh, but it's Chinese. Anyways. Anyways. So Yusuke heads over to the university to meet with Sakurako. Because she's been translating. She found a, a character that looks like a beetle. And they're like, well, maybe it's related to the beetle-shaped thing that's flying through the air. And the image of a beetle that Yusuke keeps having. And it also translates to horse armor at some point? They, they, yeah, they find a passage that has the same symbol. Because this is, this is like when actual translation stuff comes into play. The stuff that I like, because I'm a huge dweeb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because before, it's all like, it all seemed to be one-to-one, like... The character in the Rinto language from the ancient stuff went like directly corresponded to a character from a Japanese language, either Hirakana or some of them like actual kanji. But this one, it's like, oh, there's different ways we can translate this, and there's different ways we can read the characters. So it's like there's what there's various different translations that translate yes translations of a yes. sentence they find, and like one of them is like horse. A horse protects us as servants. And then Yusuke's like, but you could also... It'd make more sense if it was this character. And it's like, horse armor is servants. Sakurako's like, okay, but how... What does a what? bug have to do with horse armor? And Yusuke's like, it's a transformer. Like, you ever heard of Bon Jovi? Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Now you're getting it. You ever heard of... 
Autobots. I heard of Decepticons. Decepticons. Anyways. Uh, Remember the JoJo character from last time? Well, he's back. He's back and he loves trucks. And he's backing up. Oh, yeah, I'm here all week. He drives this truck exclusively in reverse, and Batman and Rose Lady are there, and Batman's like, you should be ashamed of yourself for using Linto technology. Just like, I love trucks. I love trucks. Check this out. And he just lays on the horn to drive uh, Batman insane. He's like, ah. Rose Lady's just like, I'm surrounded by idiots. Um, and then we see his monster form, but I'm not even sure what it's supposed to be, because it just looks like it's another grasshopper. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know what? You know what it was? It, like, he looks like a JoJo character. He does look like it. It looks, looks like his stand. It looks like a grasshopper in a do-rag. <laughs> it looked real weird. I was like, huh. And now, maybe this is probably just because we saw it at a bad angle in the middle of Blue Filter Night. So it's Blue Filter Night, not day. Definitely not day. And then, did we immediately see him kill people, or was that later? Um, I think that was later. I think at some point we see Inokita talking to Nozomi, and she's explaining to her how, like, each Joe would never accept a gift on his birthday, because when he was ten year, on his 10th birthday, his dad died, because he was a cop, and he sacrificed himself to save people who were drowning in a river. Yeah. And so, he never accepted gifts, and he always would go visit his mom on the anniversary, but he couldn't do that this year because of all the unidentified life form stuff. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, we see his mom. She's, she's the head nurse at a hospital. Yeah, and uh, the other nurses are like, oh, "Are you going to take today off?" And she's like, "Well, you, uh, Ichijo couldn't. Ah, see, I made a mistake too. Ichijo couldn't, so I didn't either. I just went early and paid my respects, and now I'm working." I was like, "Oh, that's sweet. No, not really. That's kind of tragic." Yeah. Oh, there's a crime scene. There's a crime. Yes, they each show shows up at the crime scene, and there's. It a took lot, me this entire segment to realize that all the red stuff on the ground was blood because cool. it's such a bright red. It's orange, basically. It's, I thought it was like spray paint. It looked like pizza sauce. Uh, it's blood because they're talking about how a bunch of people got backed over by a truck multiple times. That yeah. dude in the Seven Eleven over there was like horrified. It just kept happening holy it just shit didn't stop and then i think we see number 24 dude rag do rag in his element yeah in a backing truck, up back over three girls who like this whole thing was kind of silly because at any point i was like okay they could go around the truck they could go under the truck but then they're in a they very run faster Instead of stopping every step to turn around and scream, ah. and then turn around and go another foot and turn around and scream ah. again, like ah. Ah. meanwhile, like oh, the, and then this guy he just wilden in the truck. He's like, ah, oh, this is great. I love these faces. Yeah. Now, to he be never fair, opens his mouth. Yeah. Or no. clo- he never closes his mouth. No, he's just like ah. fly catching the whole time. Uh, they're also were in a very narrow. Uh, Street, 
So they couldn't actually like get out of the way. It was so narrow that the box truck was like the whole That's street fair. basically. But they could have like gone, could have done anything. They should have gone on the ground and stayed under the truck. Two trails. And then when they get to the end, it's not even like a dead end like you see in movies. There's like it's just a fence. It's a wall. You should have tried. It's not a wall. It's just a fence. No, they no, could have hopped over the fence. It was a wall. There was a fence on the side, but there it was a, like a brick wall. Oh, what the fuck thing. do I know? The point being that this scene goes from ridiculous to serious very quickly because he like gets like he uh, got re- uh, he pins camera. them up yeah he, he has a reverse pins camera them. and he pins them up against the wall and he's like ah this is great and then he reverses all the way unfortunately we don't see the aftermath but Thank holy God. I think Oof. that that scene a more disturbing death even than last week with Fishface Jesus that was a uh, that was a little rough yeah. I thought Yusuke was going to come in for the save, but uh, we're not at that part of the episode. No. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Because someone calls this in. It's car chase. The truck's driving. Truck's driving. Ichigo's driving. Yusuke sees him and is like, oh shit! Does a hench in. Yeah, he does a hench in. And then then the beetle shows up. And I called it. Uh, The beetle becomes his new bike. Or at least part of the bike. He like upgrades the bike so that he's got like thrusters in the back, like, and, like thrusters in the front. back and jaws Ones in the front. front. Gonna take like Colin Ryder. Now the old town road. Gonna, <laughs> gonna fight till there's no more grasshoppers. Krongi. We suck. We do. Uh, <laughs> we should watch the next episode to see if we can glean any more comedy from this. Yeah. We're back. We've just watched episode 16, Creed. It's my favorite band. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those sure were vaguely Creed-like noises. Yeah, it sounds like Creed. So the yeah. episode starts with the guy. I can't remember if he introduced himself last episode or this episode, but this episode. His name's Gerido. Gerido. We're getting names now. <laughs> we're gonna call him Gyarados. Gyarados. So Gyarados. We're calling Durag. <laughs> so Durag backs his truck up. Into Kuga and Kuga Basically. tries to use the bike. It's not moving. Yeah, it's not moving. And it just, yeah, it just gets backed over. The truck backs all the way into the thing. And then I, I must have blinked for a second because all of a sudden everything exploded and Gyarados was dead. And Kuga was blue. Kuga was blue. He turned blue to jump off the bike. I saw that part. And then we get like. 30 full seconds of the truck just backing through a whole bunch of, like, fences and garbage cans and stuff. And he, like, gets out and he's like, what? And then blows up. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been the best death of the show. It would just would have been, wait, really? I, I wish. I wish that's what had happened. Because, spoiler alert, Dureg is not dead. Also, I looked up what he's supposed to be. Apparently he's supposed to be a crab? 
I mean, I guess with the antenna... And he had some blades on his wrist. His bits on his wrist. But, but he did not read his crab at all. No, he, he read his truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> truck driver in a do-rag and a loincloth. It wasn't even good. It looked like a diapy. No, yeah. Uh, so they call it in. Like, hey man, we it's, got him. We got him. It's great. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. It's great, and now Yusuke can go help her work, and Ichijo can go visit his mom. No. No. There's no way they would do that. No way. They're we, workaholics. We get... Well, I think that was the message, but it's the wrong message. Like, they're like, they're workaholics, and it's great. It's not great. Go... You, viewer, go hug your parents. If, if they're good. If they're good. The caveat is, hey... You got good parents. Go go spend time with people who are close to you. Yes. Um, and then quit your job. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Unless is is Yusuke allowed to be a workaholic when he's simultaneously busy with doing Kuga stuff and completely abandoning Pops every hour of the day? Minori walks in, she's like, Hi Pops, and Pops is like, customers have shown up for the first time in eight months. I need to serve them, and Yusuke is fuck uh, fucking not. I hit a lady in the head. <laughs> he did. I don't know if that was scripted or not. I don't know. That could have been improv. <laughs> and he's does like, Minori where, even work where there? are they? Does Minori even work there? No. I don't think she does. No. I She's think she just, gets, she just gets roped into it because Yusuke never is. And Pop's a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, all of his employees are busy. Poor Pop's. Uh, and then do we go to the police department? Go to the police department. They're examining the bike, the new bike, bike friend, beetle bike. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, it, the relics turned into the flying beetle, and then that fused my bike, and now it's not running, and I don't know what to do. And apparently, this is also the first time that uh, Yusuke and uh, what's her name? Uh, Meta. I already forgot. Like meet. Start with an S, I believe. No, it starts with an E. E. Anakita. Anakita. Oh, I got an S from there. Yeah, that's the first time they actually like meet. Yeah, and I, I could have sworn they interacted I before, they but I guess too. not. I guess, I guess it was just been... Ichijo. Yeah, but yeah, and she's like, "So this guy's number four? Oh, he's like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> they're like, "Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too." She's also like, "Why can't you bring me something normal for once, Ichijo?" God damn it! Why? Why did you have to get us on board with all this science fiction bullshit? God damn. Also, like why don't you comic books? Also, like, Ichijo, three things. Number one, why do you keep on bringing the science fiction? Number two, go visit your mother, you asshole. Number three, I love science. And then on the last one, Yusuke's like, oh hey, maybe we should introduce her to Sabaki. <laughs> yeah. These like are the that. only two people I know who know about science. I don't know anything. <laughs> Sakurako's not a scientist. She's an anthropologist. It's different. Oh yeah, also Jean shows up at some point. And he's kind of bummed out because like, oh man, I couldn't protect I the relics. I, I couldn't protect the legacy of the old Dead instructor man. because they literally flew away after eating a truck. And then Yusuke calls the place and is like, hey, we got it! <laughs> can we see them? No. <laughs> and so ancient, goes, rel- ancient relics from an ancient advanced civilization that may have something to do with the monstrous serial killers advancing in our society in that room, very room? Yes. Can I see them? No. No. Yeah. Uh, so that cheers Jean off. 
And we also get what he's got a lot of teeth on him. <laughs> the big close up of the teeth. All these, all these American teeth. Well, he's like Canadian. He probably because his name is Jean. Yeah, Jean, French Canadian. Speaks fluent Japanese. Yep. It's multicultural in uh, Montreal. The the way he says English stuff, I feel like he was raised in Japan. Yeah. And that he probably had to it's learn English. Pretty common. He could have been in like Okinawa. Yeah. Like an Air Force base, U.S. Air Force base. There. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Very real possibility. Could just live abroad too. Like uh, in Looper Ranger versus Patch Ranger, the police chief is a black guy oh. raised in Japan. Cool. And that's like the first ever time a non-Japanese person has been a main character in a Sentai. Cool. Like they had the closest they came was in Q Ranger, no, uh, Q Ranger, where the Cyan Ranger was a white guy who had like. His whole career was like playing with a white guy in Japanese movies, ah. so he like was able to speak Japanese. Except he he was not raised in Japan, so he could speak fluent Japanese, but he also had an American accent. Ah, okay. So when he like says Henshin, it sounds like a American person saying Henshin. Henshin. But then yeah, and Lou Pet Ranger, the everyone was freaking out. Like there were even some people like, oh no, did Japan do blackface again? Like no, this is an actual black person. Actual black man. Also, man, I can't wait for Lupin Ranger to become Power Ranger. I, I don't know if it's going to. That's bullshit. Not not, one not because of any like social weirdness of like the censor saying, Oh, we can't have the children like idolizing the the criminals. No, apparently it's because it's have like it kind of forgot that it's supposed to be two Ranger teams partway through, and by the end it's almost entirely about the Lupin Rangers. So just dump off that other team. <laughs> Fuck them. Like there, the, I went on a forum and there are people like losing their minds trying to figure out how it could possibly be adapted, like keeping them even. And it's like there's no way in hell that they will ever shoot original footage for Power Rangers ever again. And there are people like, are you even watching Beast Morphers? That thing is like sixty percent original f- footage. Like it's wild, but still, there's a chance. There is a chance. There's always a chance. There's a chance they'll bring Hasbro by Colin Rider. Yeah, Hasbro get the rights for Colin Rider challenge, Please. so we can see. This, uh, all this, all this, all of this. Trucks are not a power set. They are also not a personality. No. Uh. It turns out the Durag's not dead. He he went fled into the sewers yeah. and he popped back out of the sewers and, and like, he sees another truck. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can just do this again. We also get a brief scene of Batman and Rose Maiden meeting in the middle of like a super mall or something. And they're like, we don't know where the fuck Durag went, so to call call, call Gerard. <laughs> call Gerald. <laughs> I think his name was Gerardo or something. Gerardo? But I'm I'm sorry, Jake Mason, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna take Gerard from you. Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. A lot of G's going on here. You get occasional footage of Ichijo's mom in the hospital just like restlessly sleeping because he won't fucking visit her. Asshole. Listen, we okay, we know that the Grongi guy, he's still around. And but also, like there's a joke at the end of this, like, oh it's a good thing you didn't go visit your mom because that where would I have been without you? Like, you know what? You would have been in the exact same position. Because Ichijo didn't do shit. He didn't help you at all in the final he battle. Literally like stood there. Go visit That's your mother. All he was doing. Go visit your mother. 
That's all you've ever done, each Joe, is stand there and look pretty. Go visit your mother. Go stand there and look pretty over her bed. Go visit your mom. Visit your mom. And you just get, like, bonds with the motorbike. Yeah. Because, like, Anakita... He, like, touches it. Anakita and her scientists are, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with it. And she's the only person there who knows that each Joe is Kuga. No. And Yusuke. Yusuke. Don't you, you cursed me. I'm so sorry. Um, she's the only person there who knows that Yusuke is Kuga, so they're talking out in the open. So I'm, I'd be, I'm surprised that not these other scientists who have ears are like, oh, did he just say that he's Kuga? Okay. Listen, there is a... When dialogue happens in TV shows, there's a bubble. It's true. Uh, also, and I guess no one knows who Kuga is, and everyone is like actively trying to not understand what the term Kuga means. It's like, I know that number four is apparently good... But who Don't is number four? It's Kuga! What's a Kuga? What's a Kuga? Like a Puma? <laughs> it looks like a Puma. <laughs> uh, a Chupa thingy. Chupa thingy. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, and, yeah and he Akita, slaps it around a little bit. It's just like, ah! This baby can defeat so many groggy. <laughs> and then and like, Akita's blows like, off all the uh, tech that's strapped up to it. And Okita is like, I'm pretty sure this thing is irreversibly transformed into some kind of bug vehicle. And Yusuke's like, I don't think so. She's like, what scientific basis do you have for that? Thumbs up. <laughs> I can feel it. And then he what? touches it, and I guess the heart monitor that they had hooked up to the motorcycle goes wild. It, like, starts freaking out. Oh, yeah. There is also... I completely forgot about this. Like, at the beginning... When they're digging the bike out of the trash after it got completely, like, bowled over by Durag. Um, Yusuke is explaining to each Joe how, like, yeah, it's the horse armor. He's like, but it's not a motorcycle. Well, yeah, but they didn't have motorcycles back then. So I do like the idea that this prehistoric Kuga was riding around on a horse and this giant bug robot just clicks onto the horse. It's literal horse armor. It is. And now it's on the steel horse I ride. Exactly. Also, uh, there I'm is... making so many Bon Jovi references. There, is, it's wild. Also, there is at some point, uh, Sakurako tells uh, Yusuke that the other characters, it doesn't just mean beetle, it also means messenger from God. Hmm. So... The apostle. Jesus, take the beetle! <laughs> this isn't a wheel... But it's but it's real cool. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Anyways, Durag's like, "Ha! I got another truck." I got another truck. And Kuga's like, "I don't Driving care. Around. I don't care Going about around you. Town. I don't care about your truck. Killing I, more people. I'm gonna light the Beetle Jaw bike jaws on fire and drive into you. The Kuga logo is gonna appear on the truck." Oh boy. It blows up. Each Joe does not. This time killing Do Reg dead for real. He doesn't even get any hits in. We don't and now we don't have crabs. No, yeah, we're crab free. <laughs> we're crab free. Uh uh Crab Month is over at Red Lobster. The, uh, these are no longer chance. no longer real crab hours. No yeah, No crab legs for you. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <sighs> no well no, he's dead. Durag is dead. And then, yeah, they, they do that 
weird fucking congratulatory thing where like, ha, good job for not hanging out with your mom who could have died. Did they even say why she collapsed? I assume it was exhaustion. Yeah, because she couldn't take the day off. Yeah, for one day off. There's a. And then at the end, Ichijo calls her and it's like, hey, you idiot, you work in a hospital and you still collapsed, lame. (laughs) And And she's just like, oh, you're you're a cop? How could you have so much free time? Like, God, fucking damn it. This one. Bad message you're giving me right now. you need to fucking check yourself. (sighs) You're actually wrecking yourself. high up for me but man like he didn't even have a good design if he had a decent design he could have climbed over spider-man's maybe he looked like a jojo villain of the day he was all in like he doesn't even get a part second part i'm i'm only crediting him for episode 15 yeah he 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 earned that episode 16 spot he dropped the ball Scott Staff went crazy. Uh, what a waste yeah. of vehicles. God damn. I mean, at least the, the one good thing I can say is that, oh, they really got me with the, the murder scene in the first yeah, that's part? Yeah, the first episode uh, had a pretty gruesome murder. And there is character development for people. Yeah. But each... Go, go, go visit your mom. That, it's just a bad moral of, oh, your job is more important... Your service to your employer is more important than your family. That is not a good moral. Uh, go hang out with the people you love, folks. Please do that. Anyways. Alright, so next week, we'll be watching episode 17, Preparation, and episode Ooh. 18, Loss. <gasps> oh no! Oh no, that might be a thumbs down episode because there might be some loss happening. No! (laughs) Stop! I'm gonna slap you. Okay. (laughs) I was like a police siren. Yeah, that's why I was gonna slap you. (laughs) No, okay. No cops and podcasts. Tanner, we do a podcast basically about cops. <laughs> Japanese cops are okay. <laughs> the only true cop is bike cop. And Ichijo, who's a detective. Ichijo. Detective. Yeah. 
Anyways. I don't know if they're bastards, but they've mostly proven themselves useless. The only smart things they've done so far is say, okay, I guess number four is okay, and okay, I guess the giant beetle is number four's friend. It's shaped like a friend. <laughs> Anyways, Tanner, where do people find you? Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at SparkyUpstart. Where can they find you? They can find me at VagabondHaunted on Twitter. And you can find this podcast at RealSFN on Twitter. Anyways, thank you for listening. And keep your thumbs up.